Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Upgrading your live stream setup can be expensive. Sometimes you find that you've bought the wrong equipment and you may end up being out a lot of money because, well, a lot of places, they don't have return policies on buying electronics or they have a very short window. Maybe it's seven to 10 days or two weeks. So renting gear before you buy could be a viable solution to make sure you're picking what is right for your live streaming setup. On this episode, you will learn why you should consider renting live streaming gear before you make that final purchase decision. So, Jim, let's talk about renting live streaming gear. Yeah, I think a lot of times we make the assumption that we have to buy this stuff. But if you're in business, especially if you're a business owner, you're in the business of live streaming, you actually have some options that the the hobbyist maybe necessarily doesn't. And that is you can lease equipment, you can rent equipment for a short period of time. I mean, I have a, a friend that uh, runs a video production company. He doesn't own any of his cameras. He goes and rents them whenever he gets a job for a client. Because one thing that happens with gear is this stuff gets upgraded all the time. And so sometimes trying to keep up with the latest and the greatest goes into one of your favorite phrases. Yes. And it's a uh, gas gear acquisition syndrome. And basically it's the fact that, you know, when we buy a piece of equipment, we then want to keep buying because, well, we see what other people have or what kind of equipment they're using for their live streaming setup. Now, you know, to your point, Jim, I mean, when you buy equipment, you know, it's, it's an asset, it's a depreciable asset. So it's like buying a car, for example, you buy it and then it's going to depreciate over time. So for example, if you bought that thousand dollar camera over time, you know, it's going to pretty much be worthless. And it's going to be, it's, you've got time working against it. And you also have just the technology as well, because technology changes extremely rapidly. You know, it changes so quickly that, um, that, you know, to the point where you buy something and like maybe in a month it's outdated because every about every year there's always something new coming out. So this might be, you know, a good reason why you should rent live streaming gear. Uh, so Jim, let's talk about just the various uh, parts about renting equipment. I mean, as you know, you know, yes, people can go out and they can, you know, if they have a, I think the key thing is like, let's start with budget. I mean, like renting, why should somebody rent gear? I mean, they definitely should oh, have yeah. a budget, right? Well, that, that's part of it. Absolutely. And I think, and so that's where renting, right, gives you that ability to, you know, it's like, it's like a car taking a test drive. You can try before you buy. I mean, uh, we, we're going to share some links a little bit later. Some of these places you could rent uh, stuff for as little as three days. So, you know, get, be focused that you're going to actually, you know, you, you know, cause how many times do we buy a new piece of equipment and then it sits there for a little bit before we start using it. And so 
this kind of makes you think, hey, I, if, I, if I'm serious about using this piece of gear, I'm actually going to, you know, take it out, use it, make sure it's, it's doing what I think it can do or want it to do. And so sometimes you're going to find out that that's not what it is advertised that it would do isn't always what ends up being the case and it doesn't do what you were hoping for. Yeah. And uh, one great example of this, you know, they're cameras. So when you're running a live stream, you may want to use, well, you want to have a camera and a lot of people to start with the first option, the webcam, sorry, the, the built-in webcam. And then when they're ready, they're like, Hey, I want another, well, just having the webcam is not the only piece of equipment you need. When you have, for example, if you're using the built-in webcam, you need a webcam, you need lighting, for example, to then make that webcam look good. And you know, those webcams, they can only do so much. So they might be choppy because because it, it's basically contingent on then your computer. So, uh, for example, if that's not good enough and you're like, hey, I want to improve that. Well, then I'm going to go to a webcam, an actual external webcam. Well, external webcams, they have limitations. And then you go up another notch. If you're like, well, hey, I want to, you know, I want to be able to switch different things, for example, different cameras or I want to have different angles. Well, a webcam can only do so much. Then you need to move into a DSLR or a mirrorless camera. And those then, for example, require more equipment to actually run the equipment. So it's, you know, it's a slippery slope. Once you start using different types of equipment, there are always going to be additional costs. Um, for example, if you buy a DSLR camera, hey, it's, oh, I can just go buy one off the shelf. But here's the thing. It's not just about buying it off the shelf. You then have to buy the right lens. Some of them include lenses, which is great, but hey, then, well, hey, how do I plug this into my computer? And that gets us into, you need a capture card. So as you can see, it can quickly spiral out of control. And so this is a really, uh, really, really good reason why people need to consider renting live streaming gear. Um, you know, right. There's so much out there. And depending on what your setup is, what your budget is, you can easily go and drop, I mean, if you wanted to buy just a basic camera, $600 on a camera, $200 on a capture card to be able to plug the camera into your computer. So what are it, $800 roughly right there. Uh, let's see, what else do you need, Jim? Then, then you need probably uh, an audio interface or microphone, sorry, an audio, audio interface or a mixer. So that's what? A hundred something dollars, $150 to like five or $600. That's for like more bare minimum. So I think we're what? That's probably around $1,500, $1,600 right there. And then, hey, I want to improve my audio. I can go buy a mic for $100. Uh, but, you know, again, then I have to have, I buy the mic. Well, then I have to have the arm to attach it. Well, the arm is another 100 So, you know, you're at what? Uh, that's, that's over $2,000 right there. And that doesn't include the software. So easily you've reached, you know, $2,500 to $3,000. So, right. You know, some of the benefits, uh, obviously, like to renting this gear is that, well, if you don't have the cash, then maybe you rent a piece of equipment that you need, you know, that you need and you use it temporarily and you use it to film all of your videos at once. And then you return the equipment versus right. I drop three thousand dollars and then I have to actually spend the time learning it and also making sure that it it works how I need it to work. You know, there, there's a whole process in it, right, Jim? Oh, absolutely. And then the other thing you may start to find, and, and it was funny, I was uh, 
a guy guy said this the other day. It's like if you have one dollar lighting and thousand dollar camera, you're basically going to have a one dollar camera because you didn't take into consideration the other stuff that you need to make that camera work right. You know, I mean, sometimes like we have people that want to have green screens and they don't have the lighting. And so their backdrop actually looks worse than if they had just had a plain wall behind them. And so, you know, renting this stuff can really give you a feel for like, is this really what's going to move the needle for me? I mean, you know, we've always talked about, right, getting better 1% at a time. So this is a big deal when you kind of, as you're, when you, when you've got gas, you you really got to sometimes take a step back and really say, is this really going to help my business? What's the plan behind it? And so, you know, and, and, and you may find that your space that you're live streaming from isn't really uh, set up in a way to properly use that gear, right? If you've got, you're like, oh, I'm bringing in a second camera. But now when you look at the lighting, it's like, oh, my backdrop looks horrible. My wall's not, mm-hmm. you know, so maybe you want to improve the aesthetics of your studio before you go one buy gear, but then even renting the gear will let you say, Oh, this isn't going to work quite like I thought, you know, cut your, you know, it really is a way to kind of cut your losses temporarily until you're ready to, to take that next step. Yeah. And there are a couple of different approaches you can take to this. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, if you're, you know, if you're a type a person, you're a planner and you've got everything, you know, ready, like, you know, for example, what your videos you're going to film are, and you've got them scripted out, it would make sense. You know, if you don't have all the equipment, go and go to a rental place and we'll share some of those here in a few minutes, but go to a place that you can rent the equipment from and tell them, Hey, you know what? This is what I'm looking to do for the most part. They're going to know their stuff inside and out, and they're going to be able to also sort of give you a a bit of a consultation. They're going to be able to recommend what might pair well together, for example, and you know, based on like the space or based on your budget or things like that, or they're going to even recommend things that you may not even know about, like certain brands, you know, one thing to remember, uh, just in the, just in the, uh, the event space, a lot of people in the event space, they aren't buying new equipment every single week. They're buying a piece of equipment and they're buying really good equipment. That's going to last them for a long time. And so you kind of need to think about that same approach instead of, you know, you know, instead of like, you can take the approach of like, well, Hey, I'm going to buy the, hundred dollar blue Yeti microphone. And then I'm going to upgrade to this other one, you know, a couple months later, or a year later, and then I'm going to upgrade to like the $400 model. As things get going, you essentially are throwing money away. Whereas you could have just rented the equipment you wanted to begin with, figured out if that's the setup you want, then started saving towards it and bought it all at once. Instead of over time, you then ended up with just so much extra gear that really just goes to waste. Um, so that's one thing you you definitely want to make sure you pay attention to. But, you know, the key thing is, you know, if you're the person that plans things out, one approach you could take is, you know, get all your sets and your shots ready and then go and rent the gear and then do all your recordings and then return the gear. And at that point, you now can actually take all the product you've done and then turn that into something, whether it's a course or a, uh, if it's a training or a workshop or a virtual event. You can now put all that footage to use that you've filmed. Now, on the flip side of that, um, if you're somebody that you know you want to get started with live streaming, 
this is a great opportunity for you to test out, as Jen mentioned, some of the different options that are out there. Like, as I mentioned, you may not know about certain brands. You may only know like, hey, this is what the local Best Buy has. Well, a lot of places that do events don't really shop at Best Buy for things. They go to specific shops that specialize in gear. And so, you know, um, you can go to like the specialized shop and you'll find out, well, you know, well, this particular microphone, for example, might not be the best one for your application because of what you're trying to do. Like, for example, if you're trying to play music on a live stream, and I mean like musical instruments, you want to have the right type of microphone. It's not just let me go buy the microphone off the shelf and play music. Uh, Microphones have different patterns. They work different ways, depending on if you have a condenser mic or a dynamic mic you know, and so forth. So there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of nuances, I think, to gear. Um, so as far as renting gear, Jim, I mean, what, what are some, let's talk about some places that people can go rent gear. Yeah. So, so we did a little research and, and we've got, we've got a few, uh, places and the, the links will be in the show notes. We've got, uh, uh, at Adorama mm-hmm. And they also have on there uh, an adorama.com rent to buy where if you've rented something, you can take that credit uh, from what you rented towards the purchase price. So maybe say, hey, I like this thing I just tried out for a week. I want to go ahead and buy it. Uh, B&H Photo uh, has a leasing program for businesses Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll have that link in there as well. Uh, borrowlenses.com. They've got uh, stuff you can rent as well as used gear that you can buy. Because here's the other thing. You don't always need to buy something brand new. And sometimes even last year's model can work just as well as the current model is because things are getting phased out. Another way to save some money on gear. And then sweetwater.com also has a leasing program as well. And, and remember, you know, and of course, always check with your accountant or your tax expert. If you've got your business set up right, you can sometimes write this equipment off as a part of your business. So, you know, sometimes having those payments spread out will also help you with your cash flow. So those are some that we've found. Uh, love to hear from you if you've got other ideas, uh, you know, maybe some places you know that we're not... Uh, aware of to help people uh, come up with some creative ways to get that improvement into their live streams. Definitely. You know, and, and I mean, I love as much as I love buying gear, you know, there, there's always a learning curve and then there's always things that you may not know about it. So we're not all experts, but I, I like to give the analogy of, you know, you know, buying a, a car and driving it off the lot, right, Jim, you buy a vehicle mm-hmm. and if it's brand new and for the most part, what's going to happen it's going to drop the most the first year that you have actually, it's going to drop the most a, when you drive it off the lot, but B that first year is when it's going to depreciate the most. And then over time, you know, and so what a lot of people will do when they're buying a vehicle is they're not going to go buy the latest and greatest. They'll let someone else take that hit. You know, they'll let somebody else go and buy that vehicle, drive it off the lot. Maybe they'll sell it with like 20,000 miles on it, 20,000 miles on a vehicle, not a whole lot. Same thing with equipment. You know, if you're, for example, if you're not sure what, you know, it's like when I go buy a car, I go and I test the car. I look at the cars, you know, I go and see which ones are actually, you know, you know, suitable. I drive it and I'm like, oh, I really like the look of it. But then once I drive it, I might find little nuances. And the same thing applies to live streaming gear. When I go and I want to buy live streaming gear, 
I want to go and make sure that I'm getting the right thing. I want to make sure that I'm spending my money wisely because I don't just want to have it sit on a desk or sit in a closet. You know, it's not intended to do it. I mean, it's not for that. It's for you putting it to use and putting it into action in your business. So, you know, renting gear is a fantastic way. And as Jim mentioned, I mean, it's a great way to also, you know, save some money on the gear because for the most part, I mean, things aren't really, I mean, cameras are not changing that rapidly every single year. There's a new model. They might add one little feature, but it's not something that like, oh, I can't use that camera because it doesn't have this feature. You know, there's certain, uh, you know, every, most cameras are just about the same. They might have a little bit different look to them and you're going to have your enthusiasts. But the good thing is you want to go and rent that gear, test out what's going to work best for you, for your situation so that you can then put it into practice for your live streams. So I want to thank everybody for uh, for joining us for episode 46 of the Launch Your Live podcast. On this episode, we discussed why renting equipment for live streaming makes sense. We also talked about five places to rent live streaming gear. But remember, if you need any help with your live streams, whether that's to you know help you create a run of show or to produce your show, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us for consultation by messaging us on our Facebook page at launch your live for more information head to launch your dot live for slash ep46 we will see you all on a future episode thanks for listening we appreciate you joining us for this episode of the launch your live podcast be sure to rate review and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.